One could see the change and growth in her faith. That assurance of her destination of heaven made the times of suffering more bearable for all of us. I was strong for her and for my dad. I was strong for everyone at the funeral. But when all that was over, I wept, and God comforted me. I so wanted to tell my mom about Harold and I getting married. But I'm sure she already knew that. She had met Harold at the hospital and knew him from the month of visits. She liked him. I'm sure she was happy for me and was glad Harold would be there to help me through the days ahead. Life is sometimes very wonderful and sometimes very difficult. Harold bought me an engagement ring and gave it to me the weekend after Mom's funeral. We were engaged on Friday the 13th. We were married one year later on Saturday the 13th. Our first day of marriage was wonderful, but the inescapable trial of death persisted. During that year of dating and our first year of marriage, we lost nine family members, including my mom, Harold's dad, both of our grandmothers, and aunts and uncles. We were to the point of never wanting to see a funeral home again. But God, He was there. He became real to us. He loved us. He brought us through. He brought Harold and me together when we needed each other the most. Oh, yes, over our 39 years of marriage, we have had many trials, including another inescapable trial, the loss of health. Harold was a mechanic when we met. I do believe he must have had a wrench in his hand the day he was born. He and his brother Max spent many, many hours helping their dad work on cars and tractors in their family garage. They kept their own vehicles and machinery going, as well as helped many friends in their rural farming community. Harold did heavy engine work and was known for his expertise in his field of engine repair, whether car, tractor, or semi. However, after three years of marriage, he ruptured a disc in his back and was unable to work. By this time, we had one child, one child on the way, a house, and no other income. Once again, we were facing an inescapable trial. Harold had numerous tests and ultimately had three back surgeries, one every two years for six years. His back was better, but the pain had been there most of the time since then. Now, after more procedures and more surgeries, he is disabled, has to take several medications, and has a neurostimulator implant to help with pain control. But God, oh, but God, has taken care of us. As I look back over our lifetime together, I can see where God intervened, leading us to just the right doctor at just the right time. He blessed us with a wonderful family. In our mid-thirties, He called us into ministry, and Harold became the oldest student in his college class, graduating with honors, I might add. Harold was able to pastor twenty years before the degenerative disc disease and back pain made it impossible for him to work anymore. God has taught us through these trials, and we continue to depend on Him. We have learned and we continue to learn as we continue through life. The inescapable presence of God. He is there. He loves us and wants to help us. Unfortunately, sometimes it seems we have to be flat on our backs with problems and trials before we can look up and seek God. As I thought through some of the trials we have faced, I was reminded of the people in the book of Genesis. What lessons did these people learn from their trials? What lessons are there for us to learn? How did God build His people? 
my curiosity was sparked, and I wanted to identify these lessons learned by God's people in the book of Genesis. Thus became the journey, the self-study of the wonderful book of history. May you discover these lessons, and may they help you as you go through your trials. Remember, when it seems like there is no escape, God is there. He is that inescapable presence. Note to listener, as you listen to this book, please understand that only a portion of the scripture referenced in each lesson is recorded herein. As you have opportunity, listen or read the entire scripture and experience the inescapable presence of God. Lesson 1. The Lesson of Sovereignty Who is in charge anyway? Genesis 1 In the beginning God, Genesis 1-1 He speaks and all creation listens.